It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Hey everyone, it's Ron Johnson, and this is the Ron Johnson Show on Locked On Sports Minnesota. I got the cream Bigum shirt on today. Why? Spice Adams. Why? Chicago Bears. Adam Rank. NFL Network. We know he's a Bears fan, but he's done something like he's a habitual line stepper. And he stepped over the line for the third, not one, not two, but for the third year. And he admits when he starts every segment, I'm a Bears fan. So I'm gonna just let you know that now. But he put a prediction out there for the Bears to win the NFC North. But we'll talk about that in his previous two predictions and where the Vikings really are going to end up coming up next on the Ron Johnson Show. Locked on Sports Minnesota podcast. It's endless Minnesota Vikings talk with the diverse voices of your local experts. Now the Ron Johnson Show. On the field, in the broadcast booth, Ron Johnson is Minnesota sports. He's played with them, hung out with them, and grown up with all the big names in Minnesota sports. They're hanging out with Ron Johnson. It's the Ron Johnson Show on the Locked On Sports Minnesota podcast. And it starts now. Hey everyone, it's Ron Johnson. This is Ron Johnson Show on Locked On Sports Minnesota. Got a, a loaded show today. We're going to talk about this NFC North ranking. The NFL Network puts it out every year. Uh, they have different guys do it though, so there's not one like Bible for them where they say this is going to be the NFC North. They let all their guys kind of get in there and do different teams, different schedules. Uh, Adam Rank, he's done it the last couple of years. He's a Bears fan, so you already know what you're going to get with that. But remember, this show... And this episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Just make every moment more by visiting FanDuel.com backslash Locked On to get started today. And remember, if you've never made a bet, you get that $5 no sweat first bet. Put 5 bucks in. They're going to give you 150 bucks. Do what I did. I put my 150 on the Nuggets. That was a negative. Sorry, they were a 5.5 favorite. Uh, uh, so I was getting – or sorry, giving 5.5 points – uh, the Nuggets just had to win by six. They were up by three at the end of the game against the Lakers. I was sweating. So it was not a no sweat. But then eventually the Nuggets won by six. And so, boom, I won the money. Thank you to uh, FanDuel. Uh, I was down in Iowa, so I can't wait to go back to Iowa for my daughter's uh, game, as well as Colorado. And then when we're flying on the airplane, of course, I'm going to figure out the Wi-Fi on the plane and see if I can get a couple while I'm in the air in late June. I don't know what sports are going to be going on in late June, but I know I've to ask Sam. I know hockey will be done, basketball will be done. Uh, so maybe I'll make some twins uh, uh, wagers, and, and the twins probably lose. And I'm definitely probably going to have to do this uh, early season. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if they'll let me bet on where the Bears are going to finish. Because I guarantee I'm not going to bet with Adam Rank from NFL Network as I bring Sam Extraman to the show, my producer. Um, Adam Rank, he has a job to do just like all of us. Uh, going viral, hey, it's what it's about. And Adam Rank is probably going viral right now in Chicago, in Green Bay, in Detroit, and of course in Minnesota with the Vikings media 
Instagram, social media. Adam Rank is doing exactly what he wanted to do, which is everybody talking about this. And Sam will, Sam's going to put this up on the screen. Mm-hmm. But 2021 and 2022, Adam Rank ranked the Bears, and he ranked the Bears badly. Not badly like bad record, badly because he was way off. In 2021, Sam said the Bears would go what? What did what did we say? Nine and eight? Nine and or was it ten and seven? I think it was seven was twenty twenty two. So nine and eight. Right. Nine and eight yep. in twenty twenty one. So yep. that's that, that slide there. Beautiful W's and L's. Uh and honestly, when I was following along with like the twenty twenty one, he was kind of close. Like the first four games, he actually got it right. And then the next year. Like, nobody would have expected them to win that first game against San Fran, and they did. Now, it was a monsoon, uh, so without all that rain, the Bears probably don't win against the 49ers, uh, but they did it. And so he he, he gets, you know, a, 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 what am I, grandma? Oh, a, blo- a broken clock is right twice a day. That's what grandma would always say. So he's going to get it right. He's a 50-50 chance. I mean, come on now. But he said they would go 9-8. and eight. They went 6-11. and 11. So not that far off. Not that far off. But Sam, last year. And you guys saw the slide. He said they would go 10 and 7, Sam. 10 and 7. Sam, what did they go in 2022? I believe it was 3 and 14, the worst record in football. Ding, 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 ding. You are correct. 3 and 14. That's why they had the number one pick. This year, Adam Rank has done it again, Sam. What did Adam Rank say the Bears would go this year, Sam? A jaw-dropping gobsmacking 12 and 5 12 and 5 so um i don't know what funeral music sounds like um i forgot i mean i don't if it i i was thinking of like the 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 tiny violin that's not funeral music uh i was thinking of dum dum da dum that's wedding but for some men that's their funeral i know so i know there's a joke out there for somebody <laughs> um but whatever the funeral music is they might as well start playing it in Chicago. Because Adam Rank, he didn't put the nail in the coffin, but he's definitely putting the top over the coffin. He's digging the grave. Now, he's not six feet deep yet. He's probably only dug about two feet. But 12 and 5, I don't know, Sam. Not only do I not know, I can guarantee the Bears are not going 12 and 5. They're not. Like there is, it's no way they're going twelve and five, Sam. Now, again, I know the Vikings are in a transition. I know the Packers are in a transition, and I know the Lions are betting their life away. And so I know his thoughts on that. Like he's picking them to beat the NFC North teams and kind of dominate this year. Justin Fields is going to come out of his shell and be the second coming to Jalen Hurts. I know that because I've said the same thing. I think Justin Fields is going to do pretty good this year. I think he will beat the Packers uh, in that first game. I hope he destroys the Packers in the first game. Like, I'm with Adam Rank. Go destroy the Packers in the first game. Don't let Peter Bukowski be right. Don't let the Packers fans come back to my Twitter and talk up to me because the Bears are going to beat down the Packers in the first game. After that, though, Sam, I don't see it. I just don't see it. Now, this is what I will say. I picked the Vikings last year to go 12-5. and Sam, where did the Vikings go last year? 13-4, and Ron. This year, I picked the Vikings to go 11 and 6, I think. And that means so the Vikings are probably going to go 12 and 5. Like, I've always underbid for the Vikings. The year before that, I found out because the Vikings 
we're going back into the Nostradamus uh, archives when we did the, the, the schedule show, schedule release show. And I said they would go, um, I think, 10 and something. And I think that was the year they, they only won like eight games, I think, right? Was that the Daniel Hunter year two years ago? I think they went eight and nine the year Zimmer got fired. Yep, so that would have been two years yeah. ago. Yeah, and that was the year I said 10. I said 10 and six. So, again, I wasn't far off. Uh, if, if injuries don't happen, and again, butterfly effect, Corey Cove, he hates that. You know, everybody knows. Not everybody. For those that don't know, he created the initials game. Just Google it, people, for those all around the country that don't know Minnesota stuff. Uh, but Corey Cove's guy does a post-game show with me on Vikings fan line. And um, he always says the butterfly effect. You can't you can't say one thing and not think it's going to screw up everything else. And for those that have not seen the butterfly. Sam, have you seen the butterfly effect movie with, with Aston Kutcher? No, it's funny because I'm a, I'm a huge believer in the butterfly effect like Corey. But I haven't but seen, the never movie. seen the movie. Oh my! I, I think it's uh, yeah. I think it's a fascinating concept. Sam, that's your true. homework. You have yeah. to go watch Butterfly Effect. Like that's the move. Like literally, your life will be changed. It might change you wanting to go back into the future, like and and and, yeah. and tell Blair Walsh call a timeout before you kick this. Like <laughs> aim right, Blair. Aim right. Like that would change. You might say, you know what? I'm gonna let him just miss this left. I'm going to let him just miss it. There's a new show out, by the way, Sam, The Lazarus Project. It's a new show on uh, TNT, I think. Uh, first episode aired uh, last night or the night before last. Me and my wife watched it. I will say that is another one. It's 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 not on purpose, though. It's a group of people who are trying to stop the world from ending. They've stopped the world from ending like 20 times. Uh, and then there's mutants. They're not real mutants like X-Men and they got pop. Like they have this mutant gene that they can feel time shifts. And so it's like two guys that can feel when time's been reset. And so within this time reset, the first time he does something, saves his uh, fiance uh, from uh, dying. Second time, he's on the phone now because they figured out they have to stop this guy. And now they know like, okay, we know where this guy's at. Hey, uh, everybody died last time and we need you to show up. And so he's so caught up in the like, all right, I'm going to head into the office. I totally forgot. We know where this guy is. Let's stop him before he pulls the trigger to blow the bomb. And before he shoots all our team, like he killed their entire team, pretty much uh, headshots. Dude was an absolute marksman. He forgot that that was the day where his wife fiance was going to get hit by the garbage truck because the teacher was mad. Uh, and also he kind of is going to blame himself, I think, because I don't know. I haven't seen the second episode yet because it's, it's going to air next week. But I think he's going to blame himself because the reason why his fiance got pushed is because he gave a teacher that he did not like bad stock tips because he knew the future. Like he already knew there was this company that was going to tank. So when the guy asked him about um, advice on money, you know, like, oh, where, where should I put my money, man? I got some leftover money. Uh, and then it wasn't left over. What the guy ended up doing was thinking he had an inside track. And so he put his entire savings into one stock and that company tanked because the guy knew it because he had already went through this. You know, he goes through like six months of life and then they yeah. reset back to this. It's July 1st every year is the jump point. So they go through July 1st. If they make it all the way to July 1st again, they don't need to reset. But if they go... And all of a sudden, you know, January 1st, something happens, the world explodes. Boom. So, again, another butterfly back. So, that's one thing where, like, if you're going through this process, Sam, and you know, and you like, you get reset, don't, don't, don't talk to Blair Wash. Don't tell him to kick it right. Like, like, aim a little bit right. Cause we just need the world to keep going the way it's going. Like, Gary, Gary Anderson, you might want to go all the way back to 1998 with Gary. Anderson. Don't, don't do it. Don't tell him. Don't tell him anything. Just let him kick it. 
watch the heartbreak of the Vikings fans. Because uh, the Super Bowls may be coming eventually, maybe. But back to this Adam Rank thing. Sam, like I like I said, I've picked the Vikings correctly for the most part. I've been two games off, but when like the Zimmer fired year, and other than that, I've been one game under. Um, this year, again, I think maybe I'm one, I think I'm gonna be dead on. They're gonna get 11 games, or maybe they might get 12, but I think the Vikings are gonna get 10 to 11 games this year. Uh, but Adam Rank, 12 and 5, Sam. 12 and 5. So he's basically signing their death certificate. He's saying, you know what? My love for the Bears, I don't realize how much of a bad luck gene this has been the last two years. I'm going to keep picking them to win the last three years. So this is the third year, now 12 and five. Sam, do you think there's any chance the Bears go 12 and five? No. No. Why that roster is not ready <laughs> to win 12 games. Um, you know, here's the thing. Justin Fields was actually doing some pretty crazy things last year, mm-hmm. and they still couldn't win. Uh, because their defense was atrocious. Their right. skill positions were atrocious. Like the only thing they had going for them were Justin Fields' legs. Now, if that continues all year, maybe they're a 500 team. I think that's right. the, the ceiling, 500 team. But he's yeah. got to show me a lot more with his arm. He does. Really he does. To, yeah. You got to have yeah. a great quarterback to win 12 games. Because Jalen Hurts, we know, like, again, people keep trying to say if, if Ibrahim can do what uh, they did. And, and we know Steichen coming from the Eagles is going to do that with Anthony Richardson. Like, we already know the, the coach are going to look like. By the way, I did tweet yesterday. Um, the coach player, I don't know if you saw that, uh, Isaiah Rogers Sr., Isaiah Rogers Jr., I think he's senior maybe, yeah. um, was one Hitting of the, the players identified duel. in gambling. Yeah. Line. yeah. Um, I tweeted that Isaiah Rogers probably at halftime – of the Vikings coach game bet on the coach live because the Vikings were getting 90 to one odds to win. And, and I didn't want to make it bad. Like he would say, okay, I'm going to bet this 90 to one on the Vikings. Cause I'm going to help them come back. Cause I don't know what he did in that game. I don't even want to go back and look at that to see if he was like part of the reason why some of these oh, I'm looking. big plays happen. Um, but Isaiah Rogers, if he did bet on the coach live halftime, like, Oh, there's a lock. I'm like, he just lost a big lock on that. And so then I get a text from uh, one of the coach, former uh, coaches and coaches, players, uh, Cato June, friend of our show, program's been on. He texts me like, yo, I'm going to report you. He sent me my own tweet like, I'm going to report you if you don't stop with this coach slander. <laughs> and then I just give the, like an emoji back to him. And he was like, yeah, it was insanity. I know. It was the most – like." and so it's funny to hear from a coach on the sideline. He was like, it was the most insane – thing we had seen as a staff like he's like it was crazy and they say and then he said like the insanity's still going because now we got to deal with a betting scandal because one of our players don't know how to just put the phone down like don't bet and, and there's the thing too i'm 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 a fan of of uh easy wagers five bucks ten bucks you know whatever poker with the friends 25 bucks with the friends i don't understand though like what's wrong with betting on your own team you're already betting on your own team when you step on the field so it, it, unless a player is betting against their own team, like if he's betting on two teams that have nothing to do with them, who cares? Unless he has inside information, like, oh, man, hey, yo, 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 Matt, Rod, uh, Matt, Matt Stafford's going to be hurt, man. He's not playing this week. Bet, bet against the – that's the only time I would be concerned, and maybe that's why the NFL and, and the gambling people are concerned. They're like, look, if players are doing this, they have inside information from their teammates – or sorry, from like former – like college teammates that could tell them about their team that has nothing to do with them. Like, yo, yo. I'm about, to put, I'm about to put 10 grand on, uh, like, what, what's going on with Tom Brady? Is he coming back for the Raiders? Inside you know, trade. like, 
And now all of a sudden you bet you bet on Tom Brady being a Brader. You know, you take the prop bet because you already have inside information. So I do understand that, like they're trying to figure that out. But if he just bet like the easy money line on his team to win, uh, uh, you know, but if he's betting like, oh, the first catch is going to be uh, Paris Campbell. Like, all right, I can kind of see them like, wait a minute. This dude knew the first play was going to be a hitch. Like the coaches talked about it. Hey, first play, man, we're running a trick play. You know, first play is going to be a deep ball to uh justin jefferson you know like because i'm i'm covering him so i'm gonna let him be wide open like stuff like that i get it like but if you're just betting on your own team or other teams and it's not egregious and crazy i i just think we're overthinking this thing because you're putting sports books in stadiums anyway you're promoting gambling anyway you're 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 your partners with all these gambling sports books you're you're in vegas doing i mean come on like what are we doing here like just like the marijuana like everywhere is it's finally legal now um, and it's so funny, Sam, not to go on a tangent, but the fact that marijuana is legal now in Minnesota, it has not prompted me to want to run out and get high. You know, like, I, I feel like, I feel like people overthink this. Like if, if we make it legal, everybody's going to do it. No, they're not. They're going to go to work and do their regular life and go check, take their kids to practice. Like it did not change me one bit. Like it went legal last week, Sam. I've done nothing extra to try to find THC gummies or anything like that. Like, I, I just don't get it. I don't think, I think they thought, I just think we need to decriminalize it. And the people that had nickel bags, $5 bags of weed on them, like they need to be free. Like, come on now. Now if they murdered somebody. No, stay in jail. But I just think we overthink this. And the gambling is one of the long lines of things we've overthought, but here we go, Sam, I'm going to give you the quick prediction of what I think. You tell me what you think. Okay. Bears Packers. I hope the bears win that one. So I'm going to go bears. What do you think? Bears Packers, you think the Bears win? I think uh yeah, I like that too. I think the Bears win. I think the Bears now Here's come where it gets out. here's where it gets yeah. strange. Bears Bucks. I think the Bears can win that one. Thoughts. Toss up. It where where's it being played? Tampa? Tampa. Tampa Tampa wins. Bears Chiefs Chiefs. Yep. Broncos Bears. That's a tough one for me. But Sean Payton, I think he's going to get Russell Wilson going, but it's in Chicago. Um, I think the Bears can win that, though. And I see where Adam Rank is going with this. You know what I mean? Like, me looking at it myself, and again, everybody's like, no, the teams are the same team as last year. Because when I do the rankings every year, too, for the Vikings, I see the Twitter. I, I, I look at Twitter. I shouldn't. It's a wasteland. But I look at Vikings Twitter. I go to the Vikings Twitter page, and then I look at the video they post when I do the schedule, and then I read the comments. Some are great. Ron's good. Ron did this last year. He's dead on. He's smart. Some, oh, he's such a homer. He's wearing purple glasses. Oh, this is stupid. The Vikings are going to suck. Like, why do we keep doing this to ourselves? They're never going to make it to a Super Bowl. So I shouldn't read the comments. Uh, but I could see them. I could see them beating the Broncos. So I get it. Uh, Bears commanders. I could see them beating the commanders, Sam. Yeah, commanders don't really have a quarterback that I trust yet. So that's something. So that's, in my opinion, and, and maybe I'm wrong on Adam Rank. <laughs> I might have to do a testimony Tuesday at the end of the show for Adam Rank, but I'm at one, two. I'm at four and one in five games, Sam. Now I do think they lose to the Vikings. So that's four and two. So you've got them beating the Broncos and Commanders, the Packers, Packers and, the Commanders. and the Buccaneers. Yeah, I might I might have to backtrack on Adam Rank a little bit. Uh four and one, four and two versus the Vikings. Raiders, now we don't know who the quarterback's going to be for the Raiders. That's a problem. Jimmy Garoppolo just had surgery on his foot. So, and that's in Chicago. They could beat the Bears. They could beat the Raiders. That's five and two. Now, Chargers, they'll lose. 
That's three, four. They'll lose to the Saints. That's four. Uh, Panthers, C.J. Stroud versus, and he has to travel to Chicago. It's November in Chicago. C.J. Stroud, I don't think he's ever really had a cold game. Mm-hmm. Um, that's Adam Thielen, though. He's had some great games against the Bears. Uh, but I think they lose. I think they beat the pa- the Panthers. That's six and four. Now, this is where I think it gets interesting because they have to play the Lions twice in three weeks. I think they lose to the Lions, Vikings, and Lions back to back to back. I think they lose three straight games. And this is where I think Adam Rank, and I haven't seen his video even. I just saw the, the, the prediction. But I'm guessing that's where he has some wins coming. So if you put three losses there, that's seven now. So now they're six and seven. So now if they're six mm-hmm. and seven, Browns, toss up. I can go seven and seven if they win there. Uh, Cardinals. Who knows, but Kyler Murray, I guess, will be back by December, but it's in Chicago. It's cold, so that takes the Kyler Murray arm out of it, and he's little. Little people get cold fast. Um, <laughs> that's Christmas Eve, um, so who knows health-wise. Um, Sam, this is interesting because I got them losing seven games so far, but you got the Cardinals. They finished the season with the Browns, Cardinals, Falcons, Packers. That's four wins, Sam. That's potentially four wins. Are you sure? Am I talking to Spice Adams right now? I don't know. Maybe the shirt is where I need to take my shirt off. Like it's this is such an optimistic, an optimistic prediction that you're. I you got them winning all every toss up game. You kind of have them winning here. Well, because that's right. Because if they win that Browns game, that's seven and seven, and then they have three games left. They could go ten and seven if they beat the Cardinals, Falcons, Packers. But I don't think they will because December, uh, January seventh is in Green Bay. And it's going to be absolutely cold, so I give Green Bay at least a split there. I think the Vikings and Lions run away with the division, like head-to-head matchups this year with the Bears, but I think they do split with the Packers. Um, so in my opinion, maybe – I mean, 12-5 and five is no. But I, I do – the way I'm looking at it right now, I have them 9-8. and eight. I, have, I have them beating the Cardinals and the Falcons. Um, now, again, December 31st is the other problem. December 31st, they, they get two – Home games in January, New Year's Eve and Christmas Eve. So, one, they don't have to travel on the holiday. And, two, it's going to be freezing for the Cardinals, who have a quarterback with small hands, and then the Falcons, who are probably going to run the ball with, with um, uh, was it Bijan Robinson? But, you know, they're tight in. Uh, what's his name? Pitts, Kyle Pitts, right? Kyle Pitts. Um, yep. Can they get the ball to him? You know, is Ritter the quarterback? Can they get the ball to him? So, I got nine and eight, though. I will say that. I got nine and eight. Um, yeah, I got nine and eight. And Sam, here's some breaking news, man. We'll talk about this in the second, in the third segment, maybe, or just maybe Wednesday. Breaking news, people. The Live and the PGA are discussing a merger. They are announcing they are going to merge. I said that a long time ago, Sam. I said the Live and the PGA. I just said this at the Vikings golf tournament. Why don't they just play together? Why don't they just compete against each other, Can create teams for Liv and the PGA and go at each other like the East and Western Conference, have a championship at the end that people can watch, that the, the, the casual fan like me can really get dialed into if there's a foursome, like some type of team way foursome at the end of this is the top team, so they're in the playoffs, or maybe all the teams show up and it's like the a Royal Rumble of golf. You know, you're going to just play like this team. You're going to go play this course. This team, you're going to play this course. And then you represent your team on these courses. We take all four scores and we have our championship team. Like who you have your individual champion in each at each tournament. But then you have your team championship like high school. We can get a team championship in golf. Sam, I just saw it come across. Are you trying to read it now? 
I've I I uh, I saw it previously, and okay. I'm, devast- I'm I'm devastated. Why? I'm devastated. Why are you devastated, Sam? I'm devastated because I hate live. I hate <laughs> what they stand for. I hate their their Saudi ownership, and I don't think the team concept makes sense. And uh, I feel like there's been this battle between the two sides and the PGA tour was trying to like kind of rise above it. And now they probably saw a money grab somewhere. Yep. And they said, Oh, we're going to, we can monetize this. And now everybody just has to like be nice to each other. I would have rather had like survival of the fittest two (laughs) sides, duke it out. Somebody wins. This is just too, this is happening too fast for me. I'm not ready for it. So I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of sad right now. Well, it's a merger, so now all these masters and majors. Honestly, I think the PJ probably saw the writing on the wall with like not having some of these guys in some of their events. They're not allowing them because they're on the live tour. Um, and you're right, yeah. it's a money grab. They realize, you know what? These guys bring money. They bring TV. They bring sponsorships. They bring eyes. Uh, they create a bigger rivalry. They create arguments between each other. You know, friendly arguments between each other. I, th- I think they realize, like, look, why, why are we fighting this thing? These guys got money. We got money. Let's let's work this all out. And the PGA, the Live Tour, they're, they're going to back the Saudi team, and that's their rival. But now they're going to back them. They say, you know what? We're going to merge. Let's merge and let's do this. Let's figure out how to make this work. Um, my guess is Amazon might try to get involved in this and start streaming some of these matches too. Um, who knows where this is going to go? But I, I know I know it, you're right. It's definitely a money grab. It was definitely a money grab. I, I, I'm just very intrigued to see. We don't have to go too far down this, no. but I mean, I feel like the PGA Tour had more leverage, but the Saudi League had the money. Like they've got True. endless money. True. So I don't know like who's going to make more concessions in this merger. I'm really intrigued to see that, but um, I think it does mean that we're going to see more golf tournaments where all the best players in the world are competing against each other. That's ultimately good. I just need to see how it's structured. Yeah, well, well, there we go. But been a little long in the first segment, Sam. We got to jump over to the second segment. We got the daily three coming up as well. That's three questions, probably 30 seconds each today. We took a little long, but we'll be back. And when we come back, we're going to talk about Vikings OTAs. What do we expect to see? Who do we expect to emerge? Uh, the roster, this 90-man roster is nowhere near form yet. Like, it's this is one of those years, and I know we just, you know, tomorrow we're going to have uh, Garrett Mogg, newest Vikings receiver, and I love the conversation with him because there's a chance for him to make this roster, you know, because he can do something a lot of other receivers can't do. And he's going to talk about that tomorrow. But we'll be back after a word from our sponsors. And remember, you can get this show anywhere you want. Amazon or sorry. Yes. Amazon Fire, Roku, uh, Sirius XM, iTunes, iHeartMedia, Spotify. We're everywhere. Just search Locked On Sports Minnesota and then just hit the follow, subscribe button and also on YouTube. You can see my Spice Adam shirt and the reason. Cream Biggums is probably the reason why I was so big on the Bears today, but not too big. I'm going to say nine and eight. I know Adam Rank uh, had them going 12 and five. That's what we discussed early on. You let us know what you think. Are the Bears going to go 12 and five or more like me and go nine and eight? You let us know, but we'll be back after we're my sponsors. Yep, we uh, are brought to you today by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make a fast break to the FanDuel Sportsbook app for these NBA playoffs. The no-sweat first bet has increased. Now $2,500 back in bonus bets for new customers if your first bet doesn't win. $2,500 back 
in bonus bets. That's one of the many great promotions going on all the time at the FanDuel Sportsbook app, which is safe and secure and very easy to use. When you win, you get paid instantly. No better place to bet the playoffs than at America's number one sportsbook. Game three NBA Finals tonight. Game three Stanley Cup Finals coming up. Going back to uh, to Florida. Down 0-2 are the Panthers. Can they stage a comeback? FanDuel.com slash locked on for that no sweat first bet. Up to $2,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. So Sam, now it's time for Vikings OTAs. We we know we had we had Garrick Mog on the show. He's going to air tomorrow. Um, looking forward to talking to him. And the one thing when I look at this ninety man roster, Sam, and we know it's going to change a lot. Dalvin Cook might get traded in this. They might bring in because whenever we talk about trades, like oftentimes it's been trying to get draft picks, trying to get money back. But there's a chance to also get a player. Like if they trade Dalvin Cook, now I know like the Dolphins, for instance. I don't know what your thoughts are on this. But I don't. I, if I'm if I'm the Vikings, and I don't know if it'll work, I'm trying to maybe pick off a guy like Xavier Howard. Now I know they're not going to trade Xavier Howard straight up for Dalvin Cook. Uh, they just got Jalen Ramsey though, so who knows? They are trying to build this San Francisco 49ers like team. Um, so Dalvin Cook does fit what the Dolphins want to do. But this 90 man roster is not set at all. But if you are sorry, not complete. But mm-hmm. if you look at OTAs, here's where I go with this. What I'm most likely or what I'm most excited about seeing or looking forward to seeing and how they come out of this in the end, going into minicamp for sure. Like that's like required minicamp where everybody has to be there too. That's going to give you a better idea because all the guys are back for that. I want to see where the receivers are. Like I want to see, because we know Justin Jefferson, Jordan Addison, KJ Osborne are good to go. But I want to see four, five, six. Like who's four, five, six? You know what I mean? Because I, I feel like it's not really truly set. Like, I do feel like Garrick Mag, uh, you know, working out for the team, as he said, uh, being able to, 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 to show the guys what he could do, 6'4", 200-plus pounds. Maybe he is a guy that can be a dark horse type of, 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 of maybe not on the active this year, but an Adam Thielen, you know, get him, stash him, and then see what you have in him next year, where he becomes, you know, a couple-year you know, NFL guy that, you know, solid special teams guy, not fast, but could be a wing on punt because he's bigger. He can be like a linebacker on punt. I, that's what I did. You know, I was a wing on punt. I wasn't always a gunner. I did gunner once while we went big gunners, but I was a wing because I, I was, you know, a 230, 225. I was similar to a linebacker. So with his size over 200 pounds, 210 pounds, 6'4", he does have that size, and he's going to get stronger. I mean, he's just coming out of college. So he could have that ability to be a linebacker type guy on special teams where he is a three uh, or two or three on kickoff, not just a one outside like a receiver just being like a trail guy. He could be more of a bruiser guy inside on kickoff. Um, you know, punt, punt, block, same thing. On punt, he could be a wing. On punt, block, he could be, you know, an interior guy. He doesn't have to be an outside rush guy. So there's a lot of things. Because special teams, you only have 22 guys at start. You have three subs on each side that kind of come in and play in sub packages and other stuff. So if you do that math, that's about 28 guys. You have about 28 guys, give or take, that are guaranteed. 28 Then you have your three punter, kicker, snapper. You know, that's 28. We're at 31 now. You still have 13 guys because you're going to have your backup, your two backup quarterbacks, of course. We know that. Um, So that's, you know, that's that's 11. You have 11 guys because I did the math. I'm I'm quick with the math, Sam. I didn't realize I was that good. But you have 11 other guys. They have to go special teams. 
So that's where I want to see. Wide receiver four, five, and six, that's going to give you an idea to who the special teams coach likes because he's in that meeting too because I've been a part of that meeting. He's in that meeting letting the coaches know, here's my ones for punt. Here's my ones for punt block. Here's my ones for kickoff. Here's my ones for kickoff return. And then he's kind of using the guys they say are going to be their guys, and he's seeing. But then he's like, look, there's 11 more spots out there. Who's our backup center? Okay, we need we need a swing, tackle, guard, whatever. So those are three. So now we're down to eight. Who's your who's your for sure nickel who's not starting? You know, do you have an additional DB who's going to be? So now you're down to seven. Of those seven, those are like true special teams. That's like your sixth or fifth or sixth receiver. Uh, that's your ninth, tenth DB. That's your seventh linebacker. You know, that that's and then of course, because uh field goal is really important. We know that for Vikings fans. Then you have your 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 what eighth, ninth lineman, uh, because they're usually on those field goal, field goal, uh sorry, field gold. Um, you know, not field goal block, but field gold. So that's special teams is, is big in this. So that's where I, I feel like, you know, I, I want to see that fourth. That's me. I want to see the fourth, fifth, sixth wide receiver. Like who's going out there, who's getting the most reps. Uh, because it doesn't just happen in training camp. It starts now. Where you start now is where you can end up. Now you can make plays and move up the move up the ranks. I did that with the Bears. I came in as like the seventh receiver. And then all of a sudden, day by day, I moved up and up and up. And eventually I was starting in the slot. They end up getting rid of Bobby Wade. He comes to the Vikings. Uh, they moved me to tight end and receiver. And then I end up getting hurt. So it is what it is. But you can move up. But I want to see where they start. And that's that's kind of where I want to go. I don't know. What are you looking forward to with OTAs? Yeah. Um I think that Jalen Naylor has been the winner of OTA so far, and I, mm -hmm. I feel like he's got the inside track to be that number four guy. Uh, okay. Jordan Reed told us that he loved uh, Jalen Naylor. Maybe yep, he had he a did. little intel there. Keenan McCardell had a quote that two years ago when he was trying to build K.J. Osborne's confidence mm -hmm. in his second year, he put him in all the right spots to get targeted a lot mm -hmm. in practice. Yeah. And maybe he's doing the same thing with Jalen Naylor because he's been really active. So I think Naylor... I think Brandon Powell is sneaky, like important from a special team standpoint. And you mentioned that that's a big factor. And I think Powell's going to be your punt returner. You can use him in jet sweeps. I think people might be overlooking him a little bit. Yeah, and then I, think, I am. And then I think sure. it's open. Then I think it's open. I think Rager is on the bubble. I think Rager's yep. going to have to play his way into that. He's going to have to earn it. Um, and if it's not Rager, it could be a wild card, like a Tristan Jackson, um, a Garrett Mogg. You know, Cephas Johnson is kind of this converted quarterback from from college. Don't know I forgot about, about those guys? Yeah, yeah. So there, there's a few candidates who could sneak in and steal that spot. Um, but I love Jalen Naylor right now. I think you're right. That's that's always an intriguing battle uh, in camp because you actually like wide receivers actually get to do what they do. They get to catch the ball, run the routes, beat the defensive backs. If you're a defensive player, you can't really show how well you tackle. You can't be as physical as you want to be. Uh, if you're in the trenches, you can't be as physical as you want to be. But a receiver is – you can really see a true reflection of who they are in these practices. Yeah, and when you look at, you know, Rager, for instance, $2.4 is what he's owed this year with the Vikings, his base salary. Um, so I'm pretty sure, one, either they can figure out a way to, to maybe trade him late in training camp for a team that's looking for a punt returner uh, or a kick returner. Uh, he did sign a $13 million deal with the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, which had a $7 million signing bonus. So this is the thing. His signing is done because he got the bonus, and then he got a 2020 and 2021 $1.8 million signing. So he has no signing bonuses in 2022, 2023, or 2024 because technically the Vikings could pick up his 2024 fifth-year option. Um, 
I don't think they did, right? They did not, correct? They did not. So this is his final year. So when you look at that, the fact that they didn't pick up his fifth-year option uh, leads me to believe, like, they're like, well, look, it's $2.4 million. It's going to be dead cap if we just cut him. Uh, so can we deal with him? Can we use him? Yes. But if we can find a way to move him to a team who just lost their receiver like the Cardinals, um, that's some things I think they're going to look at too. Because And the Cardinals are coming to Minnesota for training camp. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe it's an audition for Jalen Rager. He's auditioning for the for the for the Cardinals right in front of their face. I feel like that happened one time. I feel like there was a team that like did a week with the Vikings or the Vikings did a week with them and then they literally traded or picked up one of their players after they were cut. I can't remember it. I have to go back into the archives, but I feel like that's happened before. But that's what I'm looking to learn, Sam. Sam, we know what you're looking to learn with the uh, receivers and what happens there. I do agree with you. I, I like that. I like that tidbit of Keenan McCardell and putting KJ Osborne in the right spots. Uh, because yeah, maybe Jalen Naylor is the guy because he is fast. Uh, he is a Big Ten guy, Power Five guy, so we know he's ready for big moments. And so, uh, yeah, maybe Naylor is four for sure. And then we're looking at five and six. Five and six are definitely going to be special teams guys. So if, if if Brandon Powell, and I think it comes down to punt return. If Brandon Powell beats out Jalen Naylor for the punt return, do you keep both? You know, now Jalen Rayler, this thing, jet sweeps, some of the other, I do think he was underutilized. I do think with his speed, there's things you can do with him. We saw him get wide open in some of those Vikings games. Now we did see him drop some balls. We did some runs from wrong routes. But again, that was um, like he had just got there, I guess. So maybe, you know, he didn't really have a full grasp of everything he was supposed to be doing. He was nervous. Uh, yeah. This is has been a full offseason in Minnesota. He's had time with the coaching staff this year. So maybe we see a different Jalen Naylor in training camp because it only takes that. For for the for the switch to flip it and, and figure it out. So we think Jalen uh sorry, Jalen Rager might figure it out, but you're right. Brandon Powell uh has forgotten it. And again, after talking about all these guys, man, I, I like uh Thor uh Thayer Thomas, you know, uh yeah. all these rookies, you know, we talked about. It's gonna be tough now. It's gonna be tougher than I thought because we weren't sure what we would feel about KJ Osborne, Jalen Naylor, well, we knew Justin Jefferson though, and then Jordan Allison. And now that we know those are kind of the four, it's only really two spots, I guess we'll say. But Jalen Naylor still has to earn his. But, yeah, you're right. If they're putting him in the right spots now, maybe he is for sure four. Uh, you're right. Jordan Reed did say that. So he gave us some intel on the Ron Johnson show. But I'm Ron Johnson. That's Sam Ekstrom. Coming up next, we got the Daily Three. That's three questions. We'll see about 30 minutes, 30 seconds each. Got some good topics there. Of course, Kirk Cousins is one of them. So I'm probably going to take more time on the Kirk Cousins because he's constantly disrespected. But I think mm – -hmm. I think they might have got this right. But remember, people, we're a partner with SiriusXM, and the Twins are headed to Tampa Bay to take on the league's best team uh, Tuesday night at 5.40 p.m. You can catch every pitch of the Twins' hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Twins. Well, Sam, it's your time now. It's the Daily Three. That's three questions. We'll go 30 seconds each. Take it away. Okay, Chris Sims, he likes to rank quarterbacks and sometimes likes to stir the pot. He's been counting down. His quarterbacks, he put Kirk Cousins at 12, mm -hmm. Daniel Jones at 11, Matt Stafford 10, Deshaun Watson 9. What do you think of that stretch of quarterbacks with Cousins being behind Jones, Stafford, and Watson? Well, we know Chris Sims is, is a little bit like he's anti. He has to be anti-Kirk sometimes because Florio becomes too much of a Kirk guy sometimes. But then Florio does like to, you know, piss on Kirk, I guess, for all intents and purposes. Uh, he does like to hate on Kirk every once in a while, too, and say he's not a gamer and this is this and, oh, man, I can't believe the purple. Or the, the, you know, 
But I think Chris Sims automatically just goes to the opposite end. But 12, I think, is, is a good start. I said that. I said he's top 15, and he ended up being top 15 when people said no. Um, and I, I thought maybe top 10, though. I do. I, I personally think uh, – I, I know Deshaun Watson gives you the legs. Matthew Stafford gave you a Super Bowl. But over Daniel Jones, head-to-head, they were one and one. So I, I think Kirk Cousins, me personally, is better than Daniel Jones. But Daniel Jones does offer the legs that Kirk Cousins does not. And that's where that comes in. So I, I think he's close. What do you think? I think that putting Daniel Jones above him is very prisoner to the playoff game. I think Daniel yep. Jones probably outplayed him in the playoff game because of his mobility, but over the course of a of a season or you know a couple seasons, man, I think Cousins is a better QB. Yep. I get Stafford, Stan, yeah, and Stafford is probably you know fairly there. I think in the glow of that Super Bowl, Watson, been a couple of years since he played you know, good football. And when he plays his best, he's very, very good. I, I don't know. I don't know how much recency bias there is in this list, but um, I think you, yeah, I would have been okay if cousins was above those guys. Yeah, I was too. He was 10, nine. I would have took it too. Yeah. Uh, NBA playoffs game three tonight. Nuggets favored by two and a half on Mm -hmm. the road Ron. So if you were on FanDuel placing a wager, friendly little wager, uh, Nuggets, Minus two and a half. Where would you put your money? Uh, Nuggets two and a half. Um, I'm going to say the Heat cover. I think it's going to be a close game or the Heat are, Heat's going to win. <clears throat> I, I think it's going to, like I said, I think it's going to be a close game. Maybe one, two points. Because um, the Nuggets have to win by three. Now, again, I think this is a recency bias line. They just lost by three. So they're giving them two and a half. It was 111 to 108. So I think they're just going with a recency bias. Three-point game, let's give them two and a half. Uh, they're still the favorite, the better team. But I, I like what Vincent said when he was on the broadcast after the game when they interviewed him. He said, look, people can keep doubting us. We don't give a darn. And he didn't say darn. But he said, we don't give a darn. So I, I agree with that. Who cares? But I, I would put my money on the heat for this one. Uh, I just would. I would say the Heat win this uh, and they cover for sure. I don't think the Nuggets blow them out by five, six points, but I could be wrong. I'm always tempted to take home underdogs. So if you're getting points in Miami, I kind of feel good about that. But again, you know, the Jokic has a way of just settling a game down and and dictating the tempo. He only had four assists in game two and they lost. I think he's going to be super involved in distributing, getting his teammates involved and that, that might, might get the nuggets back on top. So we'll see. I'd, I'd probably wager Miami though. Last one, the Ravens have signed. Former Viking first-round pick Laquan Treadwell mm-hmm. to a one-year deal. Treadwell last year for Seattle, he had six receptions. Uh, will Laquan Treadwell, Ron, ever be an impact receiver in the NFL again? Um, I, I mean, possibly. Anything's possible. Like, I'm never going to doubt a player and what they could do in this league uh, because, you know, a lot of guys sometimes fall into the shadows and we forget, and then they have a breakout year. So who knows? This is the thing I'll say. You got Rashad Bateman. You got OBJ. So who knows um, if, you know, he's going to get hurt or what's going to happen. You keep hearing Lamar Jackson looking for more weapons. Um, But, you know, Laquan Treadwell in that totem pole is going to be pretty far down on Lamar Jackson's target list, at least to start. Because, you know, I mean, he did all this to get OBJ. He's going to like they're going to try to make sure they get it. But this is the thing. Can OBJ come in healthy? Is Bateman healthy? You got two receivers that did not finish the season healthy. And so Laquan Treadwell, if he is healthy, and I've watched his Instagram, he's been working out, looks healthy. He's probably in OTAs now as the two receiver. Like, he's out there 
uh, now because they just signed him. So he's going to be out there. As the, I mean, until he learns the offense, but he's going to be out there as like the two in OTAs. So until OBJ and, and, and Rashad Bateman are back and healthy, it's Laquan Treadwell's show. So who knows? Like, we, we keep thinking OBJ and, and Bateman are going to come back gangbusters. You just never really know after injury. Um, so if it goes that way where those guys don't make it back, or at least don't make it back for week one, two, Laquan Treadwell might be the start-out guy. You know, who knows? Ten catches to start the season off. Who knows? Who knows? You just don't know. And I know Lamar Jackson, we know he's going to run the ball, but he always has that outlet. Um, you're going to get a lot of man coverage, so they don't run a lot of zone on Lamar Jackson because people don't think he can beat him with his arm. So, yeah, I, I, you just don't know. I don't know. One reason to like Treadwell in that scheme is he's a great blocking wide receiver, and they right. run the ball a lot. Um, so that that that's helpful. If you can trust him on the field, when Lamar Jackson's doing his uh, his read option, RPO stuff, Treadwell can be out front trying to pave a way. So there's one thing that he can do at least. Well, I'm Ron Johnson. That's Sam. Make sure to do it for today on the Ron Johnson Show. If you want endless Vikings talk, endless sports talk, make sure you subscribe to Locked On Sports Minnesota on YouTube where you can find all of our videos, all of our shows, instant podcasts this season. We're going to have instant reaction after every single game. We also bring you the Vikings press conferences with all the biggest news. Anytime something happens, we're going to be there for the press conference. But like our videos, leave your comments in the section, and make sure you subscribe on YouTube. You just need an email address. You subscribe and comment, and please, Spotify, iTunes, iHeartMedia, wherever you get your podcast, just go there and like it, people. It's a great Tuesday. Didn't have a testimony today. Maybe the, maybe it'll be a testimony Tuesday on a Wednesday. We'll see. But I'm Ron Johnson. That's Sam Ekstrom. Have a great day. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.